0: Hey guys, and welcome to episode 237 of the Startup Diary podcast. We have something a little bit new, and it's going to be a consistent staple in our weekly shows. Mm -hmm. Harry, Mm -hmm. tell the listeners what they're in for.
1: They're in for a treat, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) So Fridays are going to be a recap uh, highlights of the previous week's expert trades, um, but with a little bit of a twist, a little bit of a zest, a little bit of flair. Um, By gonna... the way,
0: whenever he says words like zest, my hands are he's z- very fancy. Z- <laughs> um,
1: so we're going to have three, give or take, topics. Yep. Adam's going to come up with them. So he's going to look through his calendar, look through everything he's been through. He's going to p- present me with three topics and I'm going to choose one of them. I have no idea, genuinely have no idea what these three topics are ever going to be. <laughs> um, so I'm going to choose one of them. And then if you guys wanted to hear more about the other two, because I cho- chose this, the worst one of the three most likely, <laughs> then send us an email in to questions at startupdiary.club and we can fill you in on the other two.
0: And I've had some feedback on that that uh, email first. It is genuinely questions at... Startupdiary.club, mm. C-L-U-B. Or go ahead and download the Anchor app, find Startup Diary and send in a listener question. And it could be as simple as, Harry, you chose the wrong thing. I wanted option one. Just <laughs> ping that in and we'll drop that on the show and we'll get into it. Harry, we also have a little bit of a wild card situation as well. Oh. Because my bullet points are not often the best. So as at what I'm doing now, as I go through the week, I've got a note on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to make bullet-pointed notes. Then I've get,
1: seen your notes in meetings before. They're, they leave much to be desired, at <laughs> the best at times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I spent half my time trying to decipher what I meant when I made the I'm getting better, though. I'm yeah. getting better. I actually listened to a podcast, complete side note, about how to take good meetings and how to set up actions. Mm. So it's not just like, this can be a really rubbish example, but it's not be like, we need to record a podcast today. It's, we need to record a podcast today at 5 p.m. and the show topic is this, and we need to be finished by 6.30. So... Off that note is you can ask for one extra line of description that I'll pull from my head on any one of the bullet points. Ooh, so if you're in one, like a so decision. I'm a little bit perplexed over two or more. You can ask for a singular unme- line to okay. try and help. And okay. some of these stuff I actually don't want to talk about. And some of the stuff will be like, you said the highlights. Some of them might be the lows. Mm. And I might try and dress them up a little bit <laughs> so you don't pick them. So I'll play some mind games with you a cool. little bit. Okay, number I like, one. I like this already. Loving it. Number one. Onboarding a new team member that the first time I met was the first day they started. Mm. Number two.
1: Interesting.
0: Update on our round of investment. Number three. <laughs> saying no to a client allowed us to close the deal faster. Ooh okay so number two is not
1: the way you delivered it wasn't very exciting so you just
0: agree because i actually think that right now we're like we're, like, we're doing okay
1: i, I kind of know that i know where we're sort of at that at the uh, moment so i think i think that if that comes we need up, to close it and then if we'll if talk and when about it comes it. up again there's going to be definitely more to talk about number one, number two, man, hiring some someone, sorry, getting hired without you ever speaking to?
0: Basically. Or? Correct, actually, yes. Closing a deal. Can you read the third one again? What was it? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Saying no to a client allowed us to close the deal faster. <sighs> so am I allowed to
1: ask for more? Can I ask on number three, was that the same client that the deal was with? yes i got to go for that one i, mean, <laughs> I
0: need to know <laughs> cool and and on these shows i really
1: would like to go for number one but i'm going for number three
0: okay so you now know what to do if you wanted to know more about number one email us messages us. and these shows are not really a oh there's a big takeaway from this we'll try and make it a takeaway mm-hmm. but it's more of this is the startup diary it just allows me and harry to, have, to, to have, a have a little bit of fun guys catch up. so here's what happened We've, and I'm going to keep the client's name out of it, mm-hmm. just for, yep. just for yep. context. We're going to call the client. I'm looking for something. Red Bull. <laughs> sponsored by Red Bull. We're going to call the client Red Bull, okay? Because it's in front of me, and I'm getting ready for an interview with a guest next. Need a Red Bull for that. This is not a sponsor. So, they can sp- I would save a fortune if they sponsored this show. A fortune. Only sugar-free. <laughs> Body's a temple. Anyway, <laughs> says the guy who's got Lemsip and Strepsules and everything on his desk right now. So if I sound a bit nasally, that's why. Anyway... <laughs> so we have had numerous meetings with a specific client red bull and what red bull wanted to do is partner with us next year yeah okay and off the back of it we had a discovery meeting where it was me and five members of the red bull team okay during that meeting it was really interesting because they were very open book about their internal kpis Mm -hmm. so they went a bit cold on us in terms of we sent some information across and they went cold. So we then did our normal follow-up. And again, we need to do a full show on the importance of follow-up from the investor side of it. From the I think client. we've got a note to do an episode on. Do we? Such a topic. <clears throat> follow-up is so key. So we did the follow-up and they came back to us and said, listen, we are super interested in doing a partnership with you. Yep. Our budget starts. Jan, we want to do a partnership with you. We can get it signed off by the end of the year. But to get the ball rolling... You guys said, as in us, we would like to do a campaign with you first so we can see how we both work with each other. Okay. And just as a complete side note, guys, the way that we talk about stuff like this on the show, these are the little things that you need to take away. It's this stuff that you need to do in meetings, which is a bit higher level, and it sort of pushes back on a client. And we pushed it to the limit this time when we said no. So the way this happened was client says, can you do this project for us? Can you please get us? We need you to sell 5,000 cans of this by the end of the year because we're short 5,000 on our KPIs. Mm-hmm. So already what's happening behind the scenes is the manager at Red Bull is saying, I am now missing my target. Can I use these boys to get me to my own target? So you have to think of that mentality of that manager right now. They're using us to hit their KPIs so they look good to their boss. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Puts in a really strong position to negotiate. So, send us an email. We need you to do 5,000 cans by the end of the year. Send us a price. Wow. Okay. When do you need to get this started? Yesterday. We we're already behind schedule. <laughs> like, we need you to just start it now. In the meeting, you told us you were innovative, fast, blah, blah, blah. We need you to start this now. Get your proposal to me by the end of the day. Wow. So, we sat down with Edie. We Edie, were talking about it. We're like, okay, this is like... Like we know we want to do a deal with Red Bull. Mm. Like, Not because it's Red Bull, because one, they've got an amazing product. Two, they've got an amazing community. One, they give us distribution. And they give us a new partner in that new product category that we're moving into. So I thought, I really want to deliver for these guys. But the risk is, is that we set the tone off completely wrong. As in they click their fingers and all of a sudden we're firing shit that we actually mm. don't know. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're like proposing into like a black hole. We have no idea what we're actually in for with this. So we went back and forth on a couple of emails and then I said, Edie, I said, what you need to do is get a budget. I says, because this thing could be 500 quid or 15,000 quid. I have no idea where they sit. And what I didn't want to do was spend half a day of my time, of Edie's time, putting a proposal together that's either massively undervalued because they wanted to spend more money to hit the KPI or massively overvalued, and they go, ah oh shit, if this is what a campaign costs with you guys, how much is a partnership? Mm. So it was a really interesting dynamic for us and Edie to sit there. Anyway, so we went back to them and said, we need a budget. Couldn't get hold of them on email. They wanted to move fast. Edie picked up the phone. Then she came into my office and was like, they're not giving us a budget. How do you want to play this? She was like, shall I draw a, propo- a proposal and see where it goes? And normally, I would have gone, yes, let's just get a proposal done, if we win it, we win it. If we don't, we don't. And again, some of the meetings I've had with Jamie Fisher, in terms of him just helping me on that, so that mentoring side of the sales side, I was like, there's this thing called match, which he's very high level teaching me about in terms of actually you just need to make sure your products and services match their needs. So I was like, I have no idea where to position this. So we're going to start this relationship off completely wrong. And in the past, we've done this before. We've done this before and we've backed ourselves into a corner that we're like always resenting the clients and struggling with it and like it's just not a healthy thing so i went back to red Bull and said listen we are super interested in working with you guys next year i said there's a big risk is that we send you a proposal in that's off the mark doesn't hit your kpis and it only came down to the fact that we weren't prepared to be open book and you share how much you want to spend and then me come back to you and saying we can or we can't so on this note even if it costs us the partnership next year and you don't want to see a proposal, I'm going to have to politely decline this campaign. I think we can deliver, but without knowing a few more details, details listed below, I need answers to all of these. Mm -hmm. I I can't go ahead with this campaign, so we're going to politely refuse it. Details being like numbers, budget. Exactly. Like, Cool. If you don't want to tell me the budget you want to spend, tell me how much you want to spend on acquiring that new customer. Mm. Great. Just give us some idea of what that customer's worth to you so we can work out if we can go and do it. Because go and speak to any of our clients. If we can't deliver, we turn work down, Mm. okay? This is the first time we've done it on the first date. Like this is a four-figure budget campaign that if we deliver on, it opens up a five-figure budget partnership. So what happened? Send an email and don't forget, we've had a massive issue getting replies via email from this client so far nightmare we get an email back in three minutes bullet points in my black sent it out her replies in green boom what do you need is this this and this what else do you need I was like give me an hour so last night I'm bouncing emails backwards and forwards with this lady from Red Bull Mm -hmm. we get the deal closed in four emails in 15 minutes budget signed off (laughs) commissions agreed I said listen when you're in the office in the morning you need to run it by the guys let me know and she went no it's done send me the contract the key thing for me that I wanted to, and it's interesting you picked this one the biggest learning curve for me right now is one it's set a tone and it's not about we're expensive it's not about we're the best it's about the fact that one I'm not desperate for your work two I only want to work with you when I understand where the value is we just recorded a show that I think airs in a couple of weeks time like unless you know the value that you're driving you actually can't put a price to it Anyway, any questions from you, Harry? Um, Yeah, so
1: so I'm clear. Obviously, you can't say numbers and that, but was it it purely kind of the budget aspect of it um, in comparison to the KPIs that you were trying to achieve in such a short period of time? Like, was that the thing that was make or break on it? The fact that they weren't willing to say how deep or shallow their pockets were or like what 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 was the reservation yeah what was the biggest thing that was holding well holding
0: you back and them back what was the biggest issue because what happens is most people treat us like an agency whereas we're a little bit different you tell me an agency that's got twenty thousand customers ready to listen and learn Mm. of a product we put in front of them and by the way we don't put products in front of them if it's shipped we will never abuse that but that separates but everyone loves red bull but everyone loves red bull (laughs) sponsored by P.S. This show—if you're literally just tuning in—and I don't know why I do it. This show is not sponsored by Red Bull. <laughs> it's fairly bad. It for you. gives you wings,
1: though. Yeah. I. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you know soon. Just prepping those no, ad reads.
0: The, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go into a show sponsor ad right then. I was like, if you want to sponsor it, no. The reservation came from the fact that they treat us like every other agency because what they're used to having mm. someone come to them and say. Oh, if you want that advert, it's 500 quid. If you want that advert, it's two grand. If you want that video, it's seven grand. Whereas we don't do that anymore. We used to. What we do is say, what do you want to achieve and how much you've got to achieve it? And they go, okay, we want to achieve this and we've got 7,000 quid. So then we'll go back to them and say, okay, here's what we can do for 7,000 quid. And we will be held accountable for this set of KPIs based on what we've done previously. That might be above their expectations. That might be below their expectations. But we can at least say, Cool. Seven thousand would get you this. If you want to de-risk it, spend five thousand, and we'll do this. If you really want to go for it, spend fifteen thousand, and you will get this. And are you promising numbers at that? I'll point? tell you the deal. On, I'll on, tell you what happened budgets. last night. I could understand their reservation because they didn't want to put a number on it and go. Their fear is they go five grand, and we go fuck yes, we can do that. Smash it, easy. Two emails, mm-hmm. we're done. That's their fear. But to be honest, I don't think that should be a fair of any business. I think if you know you want fifteen hundred sign ups or five thousand cans and you've got ten grand to get it, you shouldn't care how I get it. You shouldn't care if I go and do it through one email or I go knocking doors or stand in a building. Yeah, if, the, if
1: if that's your budget that you've assigned for the results, I suppose, yeah, they shouldn't shouldn't really shouldn't really be thinking, but if we can get it for like four
0: grand. And that's the thing, it's the first time I've said no, no, no. <clears throat> I don't want the work because I feel like you're treating me like a normal agency. And what that sets me and you and Edie and the rest of the team up for next year is they treat us like another agency. Mm. And that's not what we are. And that's just come from two, three years of learning. Bit Some of it's been painful. So when I say, no, 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 listen, we're open book here. So tell me the numbers. So then I went back and said, listen, okay. So you're willing to pay me five pound per can sold. Cool. I need to cover my costs. So I need, I need two and a half grand up front. But for the first 1,000 cans that we sell, don't pay me any commissions. For every can above that, you give me a pound. So we managed to structure the deal and that's why she bit my hand off. She was like, oh wow. Like you're actually prepared to take some downside if you don't deliver. I was like, yeah, that's what we do. I was like, this is how we de-risk it for you because this isn't a campaign for us. This is a five-year partnership. Like this is just a first date right now. I'm gonna marry you is how I want them to think about it. So that's how we manage to structure the deal. And it's about when you speak to a client, not trying to take everything in day one. If you give them value, you'll, as I said, you'll get married. You'll get them for life. They'll start treating you differently. What I want is for them to come to me in November and go, okay, you delivered. Here's our maximum budget for you next year. What can you deliver? Awesome. Imagine everyone listening. Imagine you're in a position where someone walks into you and says, that's how much I can spend with you. What can you deliver? It just takes away the, mm. the the guesswork, the painfulness, the back, the to and fro. In it, just takes all that off the table, and it's like we're aligned, cool. And I will, I'll be realistic, I'll be fair, but that's what we can
1: do. Paying for results rather than actions. Sort of how how you get there is not as important
0: as just actually getting there. Exactly, like don't micromanage my team. That's not what we do
1: now. So on on that though, um, so. Like with an agency, it would be like, this action will get you X results. So do you give, in that proposal, did you give examples of how you're going to achieve the numbers? Or are you just just saying that with this budget, we can promise these
0: results? So the way that we structured this one, which was interesting, we said, listen, cover our costs in terms of what we're going to do on this campaign. Because the numbers, these 5,000 cans that you want to sell, I know from previous experience, and here's a little deck to show you what we've done before, I know that I'm going to have to do... I don't know, 500 pounds worth of ads on Facebook. I'm going to have to do three emails to the community, one app notification They'll work out some rough timings. Okay, so I need, I need like two, two and a half grand to set this thing up because that way I cover my costs, but there's no upside for me for that. Mm-hmm. Fine, cool, just cover my costs. And then I said, because I want to show you how good we are, I will take commission on all the signups after that. That's how we structured this deal. What you just said about an agency is like normally they'll say, okay, get this advert and you'll get this in our industry I don't know about other industries I'll stay in my lane but in our industry you look at someone who like an online uh, magazine that's gone digital they charge you a thousand pound for a banner ad and then when you work out how many people view that page it's like 70 times more expensive than Google ads or Google impressions like per CPM per thousand views and they don't guarantee shit like I'm not saying that what I'll always do is say pay this get that but I will say is tell me how much you've got and tell me what you want to achieve. And then whether that takes us one email or our team is awake 16 hours a day trying to achieve your goal, that's my promise. Is you spend that money with us and we're not gonna say, banner ad is this. We're gonna say, cool, we'll do everything we can to hit that goal. If we do it in two days compared to two weeks, we'll then go a little bit more, give them a little bit of a feel good factor, get 10, Mm -hmm. 20, 30% of the KPI, but then we'll switch it off because we've delivered that's what that's the key takeaway and i've spoke about it for 12 months last night was the first time i actually said oh shit a bit uncomfortable this could be like "This could be saying no to like a a 20 40 whatever the 50k part whatever it is this could be saying no to that but it means i'm saying no to a client that i don't want so i can open the door to a client i do want
1: yeah and also though um that would highlight kind of Doing that little campaign will kind of give you a feel, I imagine, for what to expect in the future when running other campaigns with that same client. Like, it, like if if it if it doesn't work out and they've signed on for a two year deal, then that's a very difficult four weeks to realise that these these next eleven months are going to really suck.
0: Hundred percent. Like one of the things in the email last night, it's an amazing point. I said, listen, like. We, we work very fast in terms of we try, we test, we fail, we find something that works, and we scale it. I said, I actually need fast feedback because I don't know how many signups they've got on their end. I said, this is an email last night. How quickly can you report back on the conversions on the previous day? like, I can do it daily? I'm like, well, that's a commitment I want from you. You've told me you can do it daily. I want that commitment from you before we do this project because we might do a Facebook ad campaign on a Tuesday and an in-app campaign on a Thursday, and I need to know which one worked. And if in-app worked better, then next week I'm gonna try this message and that message, and I need to know which one worked. We've waited two weeks for a reply on some emails. So I said, we can't work like that because you'll come back to me in three months and say your campaign sucked, Mm. and I'll come back to you and say, no, your communication sucked, and then we won't do a partnership and we're gonna leave with a sour taste in our mouths. So how about this? We do a great campaign, you deliver what I need from you, and we'll go above and beyond. That that's basically everything that happened across five emails last night, and I thought that for me super interesting. Hence, why it was one of my bullets. Do you have reg- no? Let me ask you this now: Do you have regret of picking that bullet?
1: No, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you enjoy because it? Because I feel like we've potentially got a Red Bull sponsorship out of it. <laughs>
0: you don't drink Red Bull. I would drink. But you all know they've the got Red deep Bull. <laughs> they
1: have very deep pockets. I love Red Bull. If anyone happens to be working at Red Bull. I love
0: the sugar-free. I love the the full sugar. I love the new cherry flavors. So Harry loves those three flavors. I love cash. So if you want to sponsor the show, just email sponsors at startupdire.club, Mr. Red Bull, and we can have a deal. Anyway, Harry, you're not disappointed. The listeners might be. And what I want to know more than anything is, do you enjoy this sort of show? There's a risk that like at least 10 minutes of it is like a soliloquy of me just talking Mm. because you need to get all the context. And this is either going to be really boring or really interesting. We'll find out from the listeners whether they enjoy it. Guys, go ahead right now and do me a favor. Stop what you're doing. Pull over (laughs) (laughs) again and download the Anchor app. Go to your app store, search for Anchor. This is the podcasting platform that we're now on for a number of different reasons. The key one for us is it allows you to submit a listener question. You hit message, you send it in, and we can use it on the show. It will add an awesome dynamic. Go back and listen to the one on Monday 235 with Dan Bridges, a perfect example, and what an amazing one to start off this season. Guys, thank you so much for your time. If you don't want to send an audio question in, Harry, how do they email us now? There is no two T's in the middle, and S at the end anymore. How do they do it? They email questions,
1: with an S on the end, at startupdiary.club
0: dot club club as in C-L-U-B email it in I don't know how else you'd spell it but I just wanted to make that really clear (laughs) with an emoji (laughs) email that in Guys, the reason we split that out is super simple. We have, we get in so many inbound inquiries and questions, which we love, we don't want to stop, but we now dedicate time every single day and week to get back to you, separating those two out of our working box to the podcasting box It just gonna allow us to do better customer service. I don't know why I said customer service because I went to work mode, mm. but it will just allow us to give better love to you guys that are listening to the show. <laughs> and His <I> <laughs> arms are all the way out. <laughs> Big arms right now for you listeners. <laughs> guys you can tell we've had two weeks off but we are back with energy stay tuned you're going to be in for a treat on monday where we have sugar nova on the show that means nothing to you right now but i promise you you do not want to miss it